0: Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and
1: gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, well, well. It is the Mosley Show. And uh, a good Wednesday afternoon to you. Man, we've got all kinds of news to share with you today, big-time interviews, and it'll be uh, fast and furious. we got two of these new Baylor assistants, Jared Anderson to lead off the 5 o'clock hour, the new tight ends coach, and the associate head coach and running backs coach, Keenan Hall, very excited to talk to Keenan. That will happen at 4 o'clock today. So Aaron and I have put quite a quite a show together for you, and uh, then we got to say goodbye earlier than usual because we do have Baylor and UCF getting it on in Orlando. It's a dangerous team. They're only twelve and seven overall, but they have taken down the likes of oh Kansas. I did they beat? Maybe somebody else, pretty good too. I'm trying Thanks. to remember, Texas. Okay, was well, that is that good, Aaron? <laughs> Texas is now three and five. Whoa! After the Cougars beat them the other night, but that's a six o'clock start from Orlando, and the pregame with John and Pat will be on at five thirty. I don't know. I, I, you know, I looked down there the other night, Aaron, and did not see. My man, Pat, and I forgot to ever ask what was what was going on, but always uh, always miss Pat when he has to be out, which is very rare. He does not miss many games. But uh, anyway, I uh, certainly uh, miss seeing him when I was milling around at the game the other night. Of course, uh, David Kay, the sport administrator, jack of all trades, used to be SID, now head of basketball, has uh, some other titles as well. And then he just sits down there next to John and calls a basketball game. I mean, my goodness, the man is just – he can do it all. All right, uh, Aaron, I do – I do – you know, I I really want to talk about the latest NFL hiring. But there's Jerry. There's Jerry Jones in the news cycle. You might be like, well, wait, can he just – could he just kind of go away for now? Now, interestingly, Aaron, usually at the Senior Bowl, all the all the locals get with him, right? The morning news and everybody else. But I don't know if they, they got beat to the punch on this or maybe they got their own exclusive, but it says talking to Yahoo Sports. That would be Jory and her gang or maybe Charles Robinson. So it looked like Yahoo Sports got the – kind of got the inside scoop on talking to Jerry. Now, what would they have been talking to Jerry about? Well, one of the things is only Jerry could. Aaron, do you think maybe if you don't hire Bill Belichick and you retain Mike McCarthy, would it probably be a good idea not to maybe get into talking about Belichick and the fit he might have been? Uh, Maybe. Maybe it would have been best not to talk about that. But Jerry's Jerry. He said, uh, and Aaron, we can bring this up again in NFL Blitz Package, which we have slated for about 340 today. The Cowboys owner and general manager said, quote, there's no doubt he could work with a former Patriots coach, whom he calls a, quote, friend. Uh, Jones went on to tell Yahoo, I know him personally, and I like him. There's no doubt in my mind we could work together. None. Aaron, there's a difference between we could work together, but he decided not to work together. (laughs) Right. Belichick had only two interviews during this year's cycle, both with the Falcons, who decided to hire Raheem Morris for the job instead. They decided to go a little bit younger at that position. All right. Um, The Cowboys you know, announced that McCarthy would be returning. And, you know, it, it's McCarthy obviously has put up pretty good numbers from a winning uh, percentage, but 1-3 uh, in three in the postseason is the big one. He signed a five-year contract 2020, so he'll be entering the final year of his deal. Final year of his deal. Um, Jones went uh, went out of his way to to praise McCarthy and said the Cowboys would quote be all in for the 2024 season. Now, Aaron, this is where, and I don't understand why Yahoo got the credit because I did see where, like um, our our buddy from the Morning News, um uh, oh the young guy that covers them and comes on with us every once in a while. Anyway, he he had some of these quotes too, and maybe Jerry just repeated them, but. Jerry says of Mike McCarthy, Aaron, now he's come up short three times and advanced us in the playoff. But I like the <laughs> fact that he's hanging around the rim. And I like what the team has done to hang around the rim. Now, Aaron, is he mixing up his metaphors there? He, yes. You know, like in, in basketball, you you hang on the rim. <laughs> But nobody uses that phrase to mean like you're knocking on the door. (laughs) You know, that's kind of what you say. Hey, they're knocking on the door or they're in contention or whatever. You don't say they're hanging around the rim. Aaron, this is why I need to start writing about this team again. You know, it's just endless comedic opportunity. He said, we're not getting the ball in, but when you hang around the rim – Let's don't discount hanging around the rim (laughs) where we are right now with the players we've got. And I'm thinking about it from the whole look. Now, Aaron, do you think Jerry just decided, I mean, has he been thinking about this and thinking about like the hanging around the rim comment? Like did somebody, did somebody plant this on him? I will tell you the director of, uh, the director of pr the head pr guy for the cowboys is a guy named tad i think his name's tad carper i like him nice guy aaron where do you think he came from he was the director of pr for the cleveland cavaliers so maybe he's been he's been uh, rubbing off on jerry a little bit uh, he also told yahoo that Quote, Belichick, quote, maybe maybe at the top of his profession. Now, okay, who's writing this? It's not – if you're going to – if he said it like that, the may and the be should be – you don't say maybe at the – I mean, that, again, we got to do some editing here. But called it, quote, ridiculous that, quote, one person automatically assures you a Super Bowl. Aaron, I think they've established that the coach they have right now doesn't automatically assure you a Super Bowl. Now, I, I mean, the, the people that keep going to the Super Bowl, Aaron, in the, in the NFC and AFC title games, like Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan and people like that, like, I mean, I, I'm not saying the coach assures you of a trip. But I'll say Shanahan gives you a better chance than a lot of coaches. He's done it with Jimmy G. He's done it with Brock. Um, he's had the Super Bowl with Brock, made the NFC title game with Brock last year. And, I mean, he's, he's kind of done it. Who did he did he have, Matt, when he was the offense coordinator at, what, Dan Quinn in Atlanta? Was that where he was? I mean, um, what was our old buddy's name, Aaron, that was the the quarterback there at the time for Atlanta? Had a really great career, maybe just recently retired. Matt Ryan. Had, Matt Ryan, yeah. Um, so, again, it helps to have the quarterback, but it also helps to have a great head coach. And some of these coaches, like, as far as I recall, Aaron, off the top of your head, how many NFC title games did Harbaugh get San Francisco to? Two of them? Two and of them. And maybe one, took them to the one, one. Super Bowl once? Yeah. Okay, so, and he did it with two different quarterbacks. He he replaced the guy that got him all the way to the title game, Alex Smith, with Colin Kaepernick. I mean, Aaron, Colin Kaepernick became such a divisive polarizing, you know, topic and person that you kind of forget that he was pretty dang good quarterback at one point. And, and of course, er everything that happened, he kind of faded out and now you occasionally hear his name. If there's an opening, somebody says, well, why don't you try out Kaepernick Aaron? How old is Colin Kaepernick now? Would he be 34, 35 years old? I mean that's that's been a while now since Kaepernick was with the 49ers. So I don't even know I don't know if Cap thirty six you know stays in and t- shape or is would be ready to go. I mean he's six years older as Aaron just said thirty six than uh, than our man Dak who will be thirty one next season. All right, um, Jones. In addition to talking about all this basketball. He said it was ridiculous that one person automatically assures you a Super Bowl. He said that's too high an expectation for him. But talking about, I think he's talking about Belichick. But is he maybe the greatest pro football coach of all time? Could very well be. He is a friend, and I like him. And I want to make real clear, I wouldn't have any problem working with him. <laughs> you' like, what good does this all do us now? I mean, he didn't. He didn't bring him in. He didn't hire him. Like, why does Jerry feel this need to clear the air? Oh, I <laughs> because, could work with Bill Belichick
2: because the rumor because of the rumor that Belichick turned him down. He can't stand that, mm. so he has to address it. His ego is just too big and too mm. fragile to let that go without addressing it, which is what he's doing here.
1: Oh, the rumor that you're saying Belichick turned Jerry down? Yes. Oh. Okay, that's interesting. It's never I, been
2: verified, but
1: yeah, that's yeah why yeah. I, I don't. Thought. Yeah, I. I we'll. Uh, it's very. That's that's uh, that's interesting. But uh, the Cowboys um, have not advanced to the NFC Championship game. Let's say this one more time. Since nineteen ninety five. The second longest drought in the conference behind only Washington. Now, Aaron, somebody over on the AFC has, a, has as long a drought, right? I mean, when was the last time the Browns went to, went to an AFC championship game? I'm trying to think of some of those teams over there. There's got to be a couple. There's got to be a couple. Um, who could we think off the top of our head, Aaron? I guess we could look this up. But probably the Browns. Anybody else come to mind? I mean, the Bengals had gone a long time, but they obviously got there a couple of years ago. Um, I,
2: Cleveland geez, is 29 that. years. Okay. The Dolphins is also 29
1: years. Ooh, the Dolphins.
2: And then, you know, we know about the Commanders and, and the Cowboys. Those are yes. the four longest. Four longest. With two Detroit
3: in the, two
1: reaching in the, this year. Yeah. So, the longest overall is your Cleveland. Are Cleveland and Miami tied? Is that what you're telling me? For the well, longest droughts? Yes. Did you say both of them 29? Okay. Yeah. Uh, very, very interesting. Now, Aaron, let's let's hit the sounder. Let's hit the sounder. I think it deserves it because we, another. This um, news broke during the noon hour today, probably right there on the press box. I could see probably Cam and Aaron were both jumping in on this one. Um, by the way, Aaron, I found out Cam is a gramophobe. Or a grant. See, that's a different kind of word that I'm meaning, but he's like me. He's a stickler for grammar. I, I, uh, I think, uh, I think that's interesting. I did not know Cam would be into that, but Cam was reading somebody's copy the other day, Aaron, and I will not name who it was, <laughs> but Cam was was troubled by a tweet. Not anybody from our place but somebody had a tweet and it, and they didn't, it wasn't even grammar. I think they just used the wrong spelling instead of, yeah. So I won't, I don't want to narrow it down because then that person would know, but Cam, I never had Cam pegged as a big, like grammar police guy. I know I am Aaron. You've dealt with me, you know, you know, I am, but, but Cam apparently is in that camp now. Fortunately, Aaron, you and I use perfect grammar, so Cam will never, he'll never be bothered by us. The Seahawks and Ravens defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald, have agreed to a deal to make him their next head coach. Uh, earlier today, Schefter had this one. McDonald is receiving a six-year contract. Aaron, isn't that wild? Like a guy that's never done it, you're just like, yeah, we'll give him a six-year deal. <laughs> Why can't you get like a three- or four-year deal if it's like a, somebody that's not been – I mean, this is this is interesting. Now, Aaron, I'm already seeing out there, and maybe I'm missing something. I mean, this is the young NFL's youngest head coach and brings to Seattle a reputation as one of the league's brightest defensive minds. I mean, does he deserve a six-year deal? For goodness sakes. Um, I mean, I, I, uh, Seattle held a second in-person interview with Ben Johnson, who later told the Seahawks and the Commanders, the last two teams that had head coaching vacancies, that he was remaining in Detroit. Now, Aaron, you know what they'll say. We were going to hire McDonald. It was McDonald all the way. But uh, we'll never know. We'll never know. Um, I I love that Ben just decided, you know what, I'm going to stay right there in Detroit. I've got no problem with that. Um, He is the fifth Ravens D coordinator to become an NFL head coach. Three of the previous four went on to make multiple playoff appearances. I mean... Now, Aaron, one of them was <laughs> Marvin Lewis. And while Marvin had a nice career, Aaron, did you know what Marvin was in the postseason? Off top of your head, do you know what he finished in the postseason?
2: No.
1: 0-7. Mike Nolan was, uh, yeah, he was one of them, too. And and uh, and finish never made the postseason and was 18 and 37. But Chuck Pagano and Rex Ryan actually both had some success at their respective places. We we think of Rex for how it ended and all the goofiness and the weird stories about his foot fetish and all that stuff. That uh, Aaron, you remember that the foot fetish story, <laughs> the Rex Ryan. I oh yeah, the New York tabloids, <laughs> tabloids had a field day with that. But for all the negative stuff we said about him, four and two in the postseason, and I seem to recall him going to at least one AFC title game. Uh, Chuck Pagano, three and three in the postseason. Now, I, I do think we have to admit that Mike McCarthy's postseason numbers when you include Green Bay are not that bad I mean they're not great but they're not that bad so he's one in three with the Cowboys and Aaron I don't have his numbers with the Packers in front of me but by memory I think he was like 10 and 8 10 and 7 or 10 and 8 not great not bad not bad I mean he did win a Super Bowl But, man, he is not – since he's coming to the Cowboys, he hasn't sniffed one. And he can't get through to the – he can't even – I mean, he can barely get to the divisional round. And even when he does, then he can't get that next step and can't get in the NFC title game. Which, again, Aaron, remember, he let everybody know at that big-time news conference after the season was over that he is not responsible – for all those years the Cowboys have been out in the wilderness. I think he's right. I think it's funny that he made such a uh a big deal of that. I really do because part of being on the big stage with the Cowboys means taking some of the downside too. So when you show up and you're the head Cowboys coach, you got to wear it. You got to wear all the things that come with that. And boy that on that particular day, he wanted it known that that was not that was not his fault. All that stuff that came before. All right, more NFL at three forty-five. We'll do some NFL blitz. Aaron's got a bunch of stuff ready to roll. Next, Aaron, let's take another look at that schedule right, and remind me, Aaron, where I found that grid that that I could actually see yesterday. <laughs> We'll talk. We'll talk about the Big Twelve, and uh, we got Baylor coaches coming up today. Huge day in store for you. It's all coming up next.
4: Come join us live from Rudy's this Thursday for the Baylor Coaches Show.
5: Join us Thursday and hear from softball head coach Glenn Moore and men's tennis coach Michael Woodson. That's Thursday from Rudy's.
4: The Baylor Coaches Show. This Thursday from 6 till 7 p.m. It's with John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics.
6: ESPN Central Texas. It's tax season once again. Stressful, right? Doesn't have to be. Maggard Bookkeeping has been helping Central Texans through the complex tax code for more than 25 years go to MaggardBookkeeping.com and bypass the stress
1: with building supplies your one and only trusted building supplies company now has two locations same great quality same great prices two great locations gatesville In Marlin, with building supplies, proudly offer a comprehensive selection, metal building systems to meet all your construction needs. With our extensive range of materials, we ensure you'll have everything you need. Commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin, Texas, just down the road from higher prices. King of the
2: road. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we're not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com.
7: Steve Myatt, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated, member SIPC and
0: NYSE.
8: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
9: An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue.
0: Oh, boy,
6: more IRS changes this year. Frustrating, isn't it? Maggard Bookkeeping can help. With more than 25 years preparing Central Texans tax returns.
8: Go to MaggardBookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, is the
1: Mosley Show. And, um, man, I tell you, what a big day. And started off, Aaron, I, I was, I think I tried to be first in the entire family because I happened to be up. I think you probably were shocked to hear from me when you got up this morning, about 6 a.m. Uh, I was uh, uh, throwing some things out and then uh, had, was wishing my niece, Millie, a happy 16th. And, um, and I want to do that on the air. Let's see, it's 327. I don't know if they're in school at McKinney High School, but hopefully word can get to her. But uh, uh, she is uh, an awesome niece, and and we love her so much. So I want to give her a big happy birthday. And she was taking her driver's exam today, which uh, seems to be a, a really good driver, so I'm sure she passed. And so she'll be out on the road and I think her parents already have her a nice ride arranged. And so, uh, happy birthday to Millie Logsden And uh, very, very exciting day. And that is my, uh, my niece, my sister's child, uh, middle child. So, anyway, happy birthday, Millie. All right. Um, it is... The Mosley Show. We've got some NFL coming up, and uh, Aaron. Hopefully today you found a grid. I'm sure you guys had some uh, some talk on the on the uh, Big Twelve schedule. I mean, I I want the Big Twelve to get to a, a place where, like, they need to have a, a show or something, or you know, there's there needs to be an even Almost like you know the NFL does these huge shows. This this needs to even be a bigger rollout in my mind. I think in time it will be that way. Um, I I I like it when some of the different um, schools kind of do some fun social media stuff to roll out their schedules. Aaron, I didn't look at every school in the Big Twelve, but I think I saw maybe. Maybe that um, Iowa State did something fun, so i I, I really uh, I think that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool when they uh, when they do things like that and uh, so rather than just kind of you know sending out a press release or whatever, but uh, listen, you gotta prioritize things and and uh, so not every athletic department can do that every year. But I do think that's kind of fun when they do some of those things. Now, Aaron, I had a little more chance to study it, look at the schedule grid. Uh, Our old buddy Barfield, Aaron, was making fun of me today for, you know, he was listening when I literally couldn't find the grid yesterday that I could actually read, even though I was enlarging it. And uh, he was getting a big kick out of that. So he did... uh, he did let me know that uh, he didn't miss that yesterday. I was hoping our listeners may have missed that, but they didn't. Um, I the I, I looked what I tried to look at. Aaron was like, "Who really is running into some trouble?" There, this Baylor schedule is rough. There's no doubt about it. You open with Tarleton at home. I think you're okay there. But there's there's never, and part of it is all these new schools and everybody's pretty good. but Baylor does not get any of the new schools at home. Um, I mean I, I'm talking about the four new ones, not the there's eight new schools, but yeah, the, the, they get BYU at home, Oklahoma State, TCU, Kansas. I mean, I, I, you know in the old days, you used to put a patsy on your homecoming. Somebody you'd have a chance against. Oklahoma State's not a great homecoming. I mean, I'm not saying it's not going to be a beautiful weekend and a lot of fun but for the, all of us to get together. But you could have an easier matchup than the Pokes coming to town. Aaron, do you remember a certain offensive coordinator coming on with us in the days uh, after he was fired by Baylor and hired by Kansas? Do you remember Jeff Grimes coming on with us, Aaron? I do. Well, I just thought it would be kind of fun if I reached out to Jeff and said, Hey, kind of, you know, uh, joked it, uh, the, the, call it, the Grimes Bowl, the 30th when Kansas comes to town, and he sends me back, Aaron, a, uh, a picture, and just like he said on the air with us that day, he didn't want to say much about Baylor, obviously, with uh, him getting fired. But he said, you know, I'll, that game, I'll have that game circled. And so, Aaron, <laughs> I loved it. I got the, I, he, he somehow did it. Of course, I can't even, uh, you, uh, you, you might know how to do that, Aaron. I don't even know how to circle something, like on a, on a meme or, a, or a, a text or anything like that. But he sent it to me. Aaron and he had it. He had it circled. He did have it circled as he as he said he would. So that'll be fun. That'll be fun as Jeff Grimes comes back to town. The Kansas folks are very excited about him, and he is excited to be there. And then, of course, he's got a um, well. He's got he's got two sons that play. One is is a two thousand twenty four class. Um, that's Gray Grayson. The uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, he's got two. He's got one at Baylor that's been a great special teams player for the Bears, and then one coming out of China Spring that will end up going to Kansas, as I believe is the way that thing has worked out. And uh, so b- both those are very talented young players. Um, Aaron, I so that one will be a fun game to finish with, with Kansas coming to Waco. On the thirtieth, now I I got to say tough. I was looking at who had some tough weeks. Kansas State go. This is uh, on the weekend of October twelfth. They are at West Virginia. No, no, no. Sorry, they are at Colorado. Then they follow that at West Virginia. They come home. Uh, they come home and play Kansas and then they're at Houston, and they finish at Iowa State. So, yikes. I mean, the K-Staters are good. They do get Arizona at home, Oklahoma State at home, Kansas at home, Arizona State at home, and Cincinnati at home. So, I mean, I I do think every one of those games I just said – all of their home games are winnable, or very winnable for K-State. But that ro- the road stuff they have to do, whoa. Um, Aaron, I also wanted to say Oklahoma State, as, I, as I've studied the grid and I continue to study the grid, this is a rough one. This is a rough one. Right before they come to Waco for Baylor's homecoming, which I believe is October twenty sixth, Aaron, they're at BYU. So they're way out in the mountains for that. Now, Aaron, why under that does it say Friday slash Saturday? They're at BYU game. What does that mean? Can you tell me? <laughs> no. Friday slash Saturday? Like, I don't I don't totally get that. Like, is that it's not a Friday game, is it? I, I don't know. It says Friday slash Saturday. But th- those are tough back-to-back. So, in a three-week span, and I want to make sure I got this right, yeah. In a, in a three-week span, the Pokes at BYU, at Baylor, home to play Arizona State, and back on the road to play TCU by, and then um, they have to finish at Colorado. Who has the toughest games to finish? Um, I thought that would be an interesting look on that final weekend. Our new buddies, Arizona State, have to go to Arizona. That's not that far. Rivalry game. I, I think U of H having to finish at BYU is tough. Kansas has to finish at Baylor. I hope that's tough for them. Kansas State at Iowa State to finish. And then the Pokes have to finish at Colorado. Now, TCU has to finish on the road on the 30th uh, at Cincinnati. And then, Aaron, um, Utah has to go to UCF on that final weekend. Now, let's remember, that's. Up there in the mountain time zone, and you got to get all the way down to East Coast um, UCF. Now, Aaron also West Virginia has to finish at Texas Tech. Never easy on the thirtieth. So, I I'd like to look, and I'm hoping somebody has done some research on like the, the hard, you know, what strength of schedule based on maybe last season's records. I also think it's worth noting that KU Kansas will be playing all its home games this year at Arrowhead because work is being done on its home, you know, I guess at, at uh, in Lawrence. Aaron, that's kind of fun. And kind of stinks. I mean, you're a college kid. You've just arrived in Lawrence. You're excited about basketball, but now you've got good football. That's not cool. That's not cool to have to, again, is it far? No, probably 45 minutes or an hour, I think. But that's not fun. To, to play, and you say, well, Matt, it's, it's an NFL stadium. Eh. I mean, Arrowhead's very famous. And I think it's an interesting place to visit at least once. Playing uh, several home games there is not good. They got six home games uh, at Arrowhead. So of all those matchups, Aaron, the only one I would want to see is like um, they've got Colorado coming there. That might be fun and then Iowa State comes in there to Arrowhead. I think that might be kind of fun. So, I don't know, Aaron, if you were an opposing fan, would you be more excited to be on the campus? Or do you think you would think, I I mean, I know what we think about the the kids that go to Kansas. (laughs) I mean, I think it kind of stinks for them. But if you're an opposing fan and you're making a road trip, does the Arrowhead thing make it more fun? Or less fun.
2: For me, it'd be more fun.
1: The going to Arrowhead. Yeah, because I've never been there,
2: so I I would, you know, kind of be. You would like that. Could make that an adventure, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just keep wanting to do. I've got to go do um, a game at KU, and you know, John Morris now has probably done. 20 of them or whatever, 15, 17, however long they've been in. Um, And, um, gosh, that would be fun. That would be so much fun to go to Fog Allen. But, Aaron, I'm going to be intrigued and kind of watching closely to see what that Orlando uh, vibe is like. It looked a little wilder than I anticipated when I saw Kansas lose there. Like, I, now, will they be fired up and loaded for Baylor? I, they should. You know, Baylor's obviously a top-ten perennial program, but it, it, it may not have the allure that, like, the Jayhawks would have coming to town. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what it looks like. I mean, I, you know, I hope it does. Um, it is time for something we call the NFL Blitz Package. We've got breaking news across the NFL We'll share it with you next.
4: Baylor Big 12 basketball on ESPN Central Texas.
1: The Bears on the
5: road in Big 12 play Wednesday to take on UCF. 530 for the countdown to tip off. 6 p.m. tip off Wednesday.
4: Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris, here on the flagship station for Baylor basketball, ESPN Central Texas.
6: Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids, or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true! At The Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at IneedTheDoctor.com. So for
4: doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call.
5: Announcing the $12 lunch menu Tuesday through Friday at the Brazos Landing. This menu is the most diverse in town. No matter what you're craving, it's a good bet. The Brazos Landing has an entree to satisfy your appetite. Check out the one-of-a-kind 8-ounce Akaushi Burger or the 6-ounce Akaushi Ribeye Chicken Fried Steak. Their chili relleno is famous, and if seafood is on your mind, try the shrimp or crawfish at we Where I-35 and the Brazos River meet the Brazos Landing, Waco.
3: At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand
4: that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire
3: process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA conventional, and USDA Home Mortgage Products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a
8: reality.
0: Restricted device. by very limited to dealer for details. Start off 2024 in style with the new Buick Envision from Richard Carr. ready the number one compact SUV from J.D. Powers. The Envision has room for the family, advanced safety features, and a whispered quiet drive. Right now, qualified buyers save 5000 on a 2023 Buick Envision at Richard Carr Buick. Or at least a new, well-equipped 2023 Buick Envision for only $335 per month.
10: Call now, get here now, or log on now, and drive home in your new Buick today.
3: Richard Carr, we
5: give you
10: more. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375.
8: Now back to the Matt Mosley show on ESPN, central Texas.
1: All it is the Matt Mosley show. And you hear the music, you know, it is time for the NFL blitz. Aaron Sexton and I run over the headlines of the day. We got a new hire in Seattle. We got Jerry saying weird stuff. Jerry's hanging around the rim. He's not hanging on the rim. He's hanging around the rim. Kind of mixed metaphors being used. Aaron, where do we begin today's episode of the NFL Blitz?
2: We will start with the Seattle Seahawks. They have their new head coach. It is Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. He agreed to a six-year deal to become the Seahawks' new head coach. Adam Schefter reported today McDonald, just 36 years old, becomes the NFL's youngest head coach and brings to Seattle a reputation as one of the league's best defensive minds, having led the Ravens to number one in points allowed, sacks, and takeaways in 2023, his second season as Baltimore's defensive coordinator.
1: Um, I mean, they have a long history of producing head coaches. Some good, some not so good. They have great defensive-minded coaches. This is a youngster. This is a youngster. Nobody's ever as young as our old buddy was with the Rams, McVay. I don't even think he'd turn thirty yet. Crazy. I've told you that story, Aaron, about running into him. I mean, I literally, I I, I used to know him when he was with the the with the Washington, the fourteen, formerly known as the Redskins, when they were known as that. I knew McVay, and I swear I just thought he was kind of, you know, I I thought he might be in PR or something. I mean, we had to, he was the nicest guy. We always had really good talks, and then. One time I see him and he's a head coach. Well, that's the way it works these days. If you get under the right people and you get the right reputation, you're going to get a shot. You're going to get a shot at this thing. So, McDonald, at the age of 36, here he goes. Here he goes, big time with the Seahawks. I don't, you know, with, with the change in ownership and without Pete there, now they still have Schneider. But, but they don't have Russell. The, my feelings about that organization have changed a little bit. But still, man, if you're, if you're a successful organization for a long time and also it's baked into the DNA of that place to have great defenses, then maybe it makes sense to go with a defensive-minded head coach. Certainly that's the way Pete was wired and um, I think um, I, I'm, 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 I'm excited about this one. Aaron, I, some of the early returns, by the way, I saw like SB Nation right after this news broke, Aaron, they graded every new coach. Everybody's got a new coach except the commanders. <laughs> and I was thinking, man, I wish they could have graded me. It was like A plus, A, A minus, A, B plus, B. One poor guy got a C. Well, it was like, whatever that one, Aaron, it was the, ti- the Titans. Whoever the Titans hired, oh, yeah. SB Nation gave them a C. And I, I don't know, Aaron, I feel like when they made their hire, you and I were mildly intrigued by that guy. But anyway, for whatever reason, this group I was reading gave them a C. Everybody else got just beautiful grades. Golly, there have been times, there have been some times in school I would have taken that C and run with it. All right, uh, Aaron, what else do we have?
2: You mentioned the Washington Commanders, the last NFL team with a head coaching vacancy. And uh, reports are that they are down to three finalists. Those three finalists are Dallas defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, Lions defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn. And Ravens assistant head coach and defensive line coach Anthony Weaver are the three finalists, according to AZ Sports.
1: Well, and then there was one. <laughs> and I mean. there are also
2: reports that, and this is obviously in the new report, but that if he doesn't get the job, that Dan mm-hmm. Quinn will be back at the star and coaching the Cowboys defense.
1: Yeah, I mean this seems like it happens every off season, doesn't it? They say they told me Rivera's been showing up at work. He's ready to go. But he doesn't you know they have they can't give him a key yet because they don't know what <laughs> Quinn's gonna do. <laughs> Ron's just out there wandering around in, sitting Frisco, in the parking lot of the star.
2: Yeah. With the sack lunch. <laughs>
1: yeah. Ron they say he went into that pizza joint out there. There's like a Cane rosso or something. Out there he just showed up the other day. Golly, Aaron, you talk about some high-end restaurants. I, I what I don't under—I don't know if they've totally made or not. Like they put all these restaurants right across from the star, thinking that there would be huge activity around there. But other than the media showing up to cover stuff, I don't know that people are always congregating. They take tours sometimes, but I, man, if I were going to plunk down a huge amount of money uh i would not just try to go get in because jerry's going to make all the money and if you don't make any money it's not going to come out of jerry's pocket it's going to come out of your pocket if you make a bunch of money it's like it somehow it'll end up in jerry's pocket i just thought that's the way it works out there he's the man is brilliant when it comes to business football football not so much I think if if I had a bunch of money and I wanted to open a restaurant, Aaron, I would go call, like, Kyle Citrano or Sammy Citrano at George's and say, hey, here's the concept, but I have no clue how to do this. Would y'all mind helping me? Or I would call my man Nelson Rue at Schmaltz's. I'd say, Nelson, I think I've got a good concept. But the thought of me just – Loading up and opening up a restaurant horrifies me. I think it I think it I think I could have some really cool concepts, but I think the paperwork and the details would blow up in my face. I would have a lot of problems. Aaron, you think the Citrano family's hearing this and maybe interested to hear some of my ideas? I bet they oh, are. I don't know why they wouldn't be. I would think they're probably pulling off the road right now. Like I wonder Three what Mosley I wonder what kind of ideas he has for us that we might uh, we might be able to to plug in here. All right, a reminder: in seven minutes, we are supposed to hear from Baylor's new associate head coach and running backs coach, Keenan Hall. Very excited about that. I I've I this has been a this is a big hire. This is a huge hire for the Bears. So I am very excited about this hire. In this interview, that's coming up at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock today. Jared Anderson, the Baylor's new tight ends coach. Aaron, I mean, it's the end of January. We're talking all kinds of Baylor football. I'm here for it. I'm here for this. This is good. This is good. And and this will be the first time Keenan has spoken to anybody. All right? He will make his debut right here on the Mosley Show. Very looking, much looking forward to that. Aaron. Hit us with another one. Hit us with another one. What, do we, what else do we have in the NFL Blitz Package?
2: Jerry Jones talked to Yahoo Sports <laughs> at the Senior Bowl today, and he had lots to say, including that he could work with Bill Belichick. After deciding to retain Mike McCarthy a few weeks ago, Yahoo Sports asked the Cowboys owner about possibly working with Bill Belichick, and he said, quote, I know him personally, and I like him. There's no doubt in my mind we could work together. None. So there's that.
10: <laughs>
2: Jerry, I guess, with all these coaching hirings, didn't like not being in the news. So.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh, exactly. And then, and then Aaron, I love the stuff about where, you know, in justifying, again, why he brought back Mike McCarthy, he's, he's talking about the Cowboys and, like, Three or four times, somebody planted an MBA metaphor on him, and or or like, <laughs> and he and he keep and he kept saying, "We're
2: hanging around the rim." That's yeah. He doesn't realize that's doesn't have poz, positive connotations in basketball. I don't think hanging around the rim is most of the time. When you hear that, you think, "Oh, somebody just posted up, waiting for a rebound, not moving, messing up the spacing." But yeah, well, they yeah, would, would check or out. Just, or, <laughs> they, or, are, or they are the, doing it's that. it's not
1: even the right saying. It's like hanging on the rim. You know, you get called for a technical or somebody goes up and they, they kind of flex and hang on the rim. I mean, hanging around the rim. I mean, again, you bring us into a football context, and it's just strange. I mean, what he's saying is we're knocking on the door. We're knocking on the door. We just can't. we got to blow down the door. But we're like – or we're kind of in the vicinity, or you know we're we're whatever. I'm trying to think of a good golf one. We're we're like on the lip of the the lip of the cup. We're on the lip of the cup, but yeah, hanging around the rim is a weird and forced basketball deal. I, I just I didn't didn't love it. Didn't love it. All right, I think we're going to hear from our man, Coach Keenan Hall, Baylor's newest assistant coach. Uh, RUNNING BACKS, ASSOCIATE HEAD COACH, HE'LL JOIN US NEXT.
8: YOU'RE HOME FOR THE WORLD CHAMPION TEXAS RANGERS, ESPN, CENTRAL TEXAS.
11: I'M JOE Kaleo. BUSINESS OWNERS DESERVE FINANCIAL SECURITY AND WE'RE HERE TO HELP YOU ACHIEVE IT. LET'S BUILD A RELATIONSHIP AND DEVELOP A FINANCIAL PLAN THAT CAN HELP SAFEGUARD YOUR BUSINESS AND NURTURE YOUR DREAMS.
9: Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. For our Client Relationship Summary Disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash Relationship Summary.
7: Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way so it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials,
5: The savings continue with the Start Something New sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big right now and get all 2024 Jeep Grand Cherokees at 10% below MSRP Or all 2023 Jeep Compass and Renegades for 10% below MSRP or 2023 Gladiator Overland with over $13,000 in savings. First responders get an extra $500 in savings only at Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by, let's be friends.
1: Wit Building Supplies, your one and only trusted building supplies company now has two locations, same great quality, same great prices, two great locations, Gatesville, in Marlin, with building supplies, proudly offer a comprehensive selection, metal building systems to meet all your construction needs. With our extensive range of materials, we ensure you'll have everything you need. A commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin, Texas, just down the road from higher prices.
8: The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN
7: Central Texas. Paparolo's Pizza, Waco's oldest family owned pizzeria, with two locations to serve you better Valley Mills Drive and Hewitt Drive. Come down in for a unique experience or use their convenient drive thru on the way home. Order online at paparolo's.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. That's paparolo's.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. Paparolo's, voted the best pizza in Waco. We've made it through the holidays, and another gift-giving season is already here. Valentine's Day is fast approaching, and if you're not sure what to give, come to Morrison's Gifts and let their 45 years of gift-giving expertise work for you. From candy, to jewelry, to plush animals, to scents, soaps, and lotions, they've got you covered. They offer custom gift baskets and many grab-and-go items as well. And don't forget their huge selection of John Hart and Consuela bags and totes. Morrison Gifts is located near Jason's Deli at the corner of Waco Drive in Valley Mills.
1: Hey Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also, have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine open to the public seven days a week, five to ten, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. From the Allen Samuels Dodge
8: Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: It is Matt Mosley, and the associate head coach and running backs coach, Keenan Hall, now... Joining us, Keenan I've been very excited about this. Um, a man from Soc, a man who knows the Dallas-Fort Worth area well. Uh, that's the area I come from, uh, where I grew up. And so, I man, when I saw this hire, and even my SMU buddies, they were a little upset. I got to tell you, they were they were they were bummed out about losing you. But <laughs> welcome to uh, Waco, and and very excited to have you a part of this staff.
12: Thank you, Matt. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm very appreciative to, to be on your show, and I'm, I'm grateful to be here. Uh, great opportunity here, and, you know, I'm, I'm ready to get Baylor back to the Big 12 championship.
1: Well, that's, I like to hear that. I And, uh, by the way, speaking of SOC, how cool is that for them to be uh, South Oak Cliff, by the way, for people that don't know what I'm talking about, but the to be a powerhouse in football again, and, I mean, again, always competitive and I'm sure they were really good when you were playing there as well. but to to the I mean to be in the state title, I mean winning state titles again, uh, I, I'm sure you take a lot of pride in that And then I love watching those state title games because then I start thinking, hey is Baylor talking to this guy? are they talking to that guy because I remember when they used to recruit Carter players even back in the late 80s, early 90s when Carter was on top, in South Oak Cliff, and so anyway, that 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 excites me. But I bet that's got to be pretty neat for you to see uh, sock back on top.
12: Absolutely, absolutely. It's been it's been real fun to see this, their run. Uh, it's it's a real good movement. Coach Todd has done an unbelievable job over there since he's taken over the program. Um, since I've played, you know, we've had some really good coaches coming there. Coach Chris Gilbert and Emmett Jones and guys like that and. So for Coach Todd, when he out, took over school and, and got his opportunity, and he's really turned that thing into a powerhouse. And I'm, I'm really excited, you know, to be able to go in there and wear the Baylor brand and spread the, spread the logo because I, I truly believe in order for us to get back where we want to be, I think obviously you have to hit the Metroplex pretty hard to, to get that, that, that luxe of talent to get them to come down to Waco. And I think a lot of guys are fired up in Dallas to come down to Waco right now.
1: How receptive are they? Because you got to know a lot of these coaches while you were coaching at SMU. After having made this move, where is Baylor's reputation as you enter these schools and talk to folks and, again, get Baylor retrenched in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area where they've done, you know, had great players over the years. But, you know, after Justin went off to Tech, I, it seemed to be a bit of a lull there. And, uh, and obviously you're going to take that over. But what, what are you, when you talk about that excitement, what are, you, what are you kind of hearing from the coaches, and how is Baylor being viewed right now out there?
12: I think it's, they're receiving it pretty well. You know, one thing that's been consistent is everyone in Dallas Metro love our head coach, love Coach Dave Aranda. So that's been the foundation that he built, you know, even with Coach McGuire was there and when Coach Juice was there. You know, the foundation has already been built for the uh, for Baylor University in the Dallas, you know, in the Dallas area. So I think for 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 everyone, I think everyone's excited. You know, uh, fortunately, you know, I'm from Dallas, I'm from South Oak Cliff, born and raised, and you know, that brings excitement to people because now they got one of their own, you know, on campus. You know, so now those those parents who I went to school with or those coaches that I played against or those coaches that coached me or coached against me, those are the coaches. You know, So it's not really recruiting when I walk into the building. It's like a family atmosphere. So it's a little bit different when I walk in versus someone that's probably at a school or something for two years because I was born and raised in Dallas. And a lot of these people have been knowing me since I was 14, 15 years old. So it's a little deeper relationship. When, when it comes to, you know, the relationship piece as far as this recruiting thing. So, when they, when the Baylor brand walk in, especially with, you know, me and then Coach Miranda has been out there in Dallas and then upper other guys, I think they're receiving it really well because now they have one of their own on staff. And I think that was the only thing, you know. You really didn't mm-hmm. have anyone that was really from Dallas on staff. And, you know, obviously, you know, in order to compete at a very high level, I do believe that you have to get some some, some of the great talent out of Dallas. So, I think Coach has done a good job of identifying the right guys. You know, he went and got Coach Kapovic and went and got, you know, Coach Spav, who's been a a, 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 a head coach, college head coach, uh, group of five five head coach in the state of Texas. And he's had a lot of success in the Dallas Metroplex recruiting. Uh, And, you know, and Coach, uh, you know, Jared Anderson, who was at TCU for 25 years, who has a lot of, you know, success in recruiting from, uh, the Dallas Metroplex and the East Texas uh, area. So I think he identified, you know, what he needs to identify. He went and got the right people uh, to be able to come in and add to what they already have. They already have a strong foundation. They already have a lot of great people in the building that you know knows how to recruit and does a really great job recruiting. You know, uh, starting with, with Miss Kiva and in the, in the, uh, Sol in the recruiting department, down to Larry McDonald and and all those guys and Aaron, you know, Aaron Appleby and Aaron. And, and everybody that you know, Aaron Hunt, who's another Dallas area guy, so he already has a strong foundation. It just he brought in some other guys, and that that has you know has a good foundation. And we, I think, it's it's, it's really well. I think it, it showed pretty good on our junior day when he had we had probably half of that junior day was majority of them were from the DFW Metroplex.
1: Half of them. From the DFW, boy, I love I love hearing that from Keenan Hall, running backs coach, associate head coach. Tell me about that opportunity to, in addition to coaching running backs, to be associate head coach. How appealing was that to you when Baylor came to try to hire you away away from SMU? And what does that entail? Because I, I would think that's going to add a, a little bit of a layer uh, to what you do. What uh, how how appealing or enticing was that uh, when you were making that decision
12: I was it's really uh, it's really important extremely enticing you know um I knew uh, I've been knowing for a long time you know I've always been a coach on the field you know every level I played and I always knew you know how I command you know the respect and you know how kids you know love me and they love to play for me and that they're going through a ball for me and I knew now my leadership skills and being able to get guys to you know, follow suit and, and and do the things, little things they're supposed to do and having the big picture for a program. So I always knew that I wanted to be a head coach one day. And I know I've had those conversations with coach Lashley and, you know, he did a good job of molding me and helping me grow, you know, as you know, he, I, I, I was promoted last year as run game coordinator. So that helped me on that side of things, but I always was fascinated with the the role of being a head coach, just the little things that day to day operations that they have to do. So for me, it's a great opportunity for me to learn from one of the best in the country. You know, he coach Aranda, you know, one of the top defensive minds in the country. You know, he takes over a program, go win the Big Twelve Championship. So for him for him to reach out to me and say that he wanted me to come learn other him and groom be groomed by him and to be put in a position where one day I can potentially be a head coach, it was very intriguing for me. And that was, the, that was pretty probably the, the icing on the cake for me that kind of lured me away is that opportunity itself. You know, uh, it, it, As you know, there's not many you know, running back coach uh, associate head coaches in the country, and uh, I'm still fairly young, and I just thought it would be a great opportunity to come learn from one of the best in the country.
1: All right. What about that group of running backs you had at SMU? 193 yards uh, against Tulane in that title game, the AAC title game in New Orleans—a breakthrough year for SMU. 11 and two record. I mean, you—you you had a, a kind of a three-pronged attack, as I recall. Wheaton was one of those <laughs> five stars that you kind of you brought back to town, basically. And then uh, uh-huh. Knighton, LJ. I mean, what was that? What was that group like? As you were the run game coordinator there, and y'all had a great deal of success with your run game. I mean, but you—you seemed like you were able to kind of uh, have a pretty good rotation there.
12: Oh, it was a great group of guys! Great group of guys. They understood, you know, coming in how I recruited them that it was going to be running back by committee. You know, uh, everyone knew, uh, especially the other two, Jalen and, and L.J. They knew Kamar Wheaton was sitting in there. They knew he was a pretty good, a really good talent. Uh, so when those guys made a decision to come to SMU, I went down to talk to Jalen Knighton when uh, he went into the portal at Miami. And I just explained to him what kind of asset he will be into the program and how we will all work well together. Uh, and then after I spoke with Knighton and Knighton joined the family, I went to LJ Johnson and, you know, just preached the, the, the truth, you know, that I believed in all of them, that I saw a role for each of them. And I thought that all of them could be starters in our offense. But as you know, it can only be one. But they bought into the brotherhood culture. They bought into the uh, they bought into understanding that is is bigger than oneself. is It's about the team. Uh, so it, so for those guys, you know, to buy into that and, and thrive off each other and feed off each other, and, and we were forgetting one guy. You know, the guy that glued to the whole room with Tyler Levine. You know, ah. uh, I, I love that dude. You know, he, he's all you know, he hard, good player, good athlete unselfish selfless kid and he does an unbelievable job of leading that room and keeping those guys together but we created a brotherhood culture in there uh, you know those guys just want to win they just want to win at a very high level so you know it was always a next man up type of rotation and you know everybody understood that you're gonna earn what you get so as you'll hear me say a lot of the times earn not given all those guys earned their right to play, so they played. And, you know, they did an unbelievable job. I think we almost averaged six yards per carry. I think I had all three of the top backs had over 400 yards rushing. I think I had four of them, including Ty Levine, all each had five-plus touchdowns. So it was very round, uh, well-rounded and spread it out, but they understood the big picture, and, and, and the end goal was the championship, and we got that accomplished. So I think those guys pretty happy with everything. Uh uh, and, and you know I do believe Jalen Knight and LJ Johnson and Kamar Whedon, man they' are NFL caliber players. I think they're gonna be mm. unbelievable guys next year they're gonna they're gonna hit the ACC running.
1: Yeah, feel free to bring some of those guys to Waco by the way. <laughs> 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 uh, what what is um, Jake's offense like as you kind of get to know it I, they keep mentioning, getting vertical both he and Chris have talked about that with the backs and and what they need the line to do what does that mean for the running backs when they say hey we want to get vertical because boy they this is not your old air raid where there's an occasional handoff I think they really want to all the passing to come off the run game in a sense yes
12: um it's crazy when you when you say vertical, you're thinking of a vertical passing attack.
1: You know what I mean? But, yeah.
12: I mean, I'm, I've been really excited and, 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 you know, very excited to see what's going to happen. We've had our meetings. We've been on the field with the guys a few times. Man, this is going to be a dynamic offense. I think it's going to be very explosive. Uh, you know, Coach Spav is an air-raid guy, but he will pound the rock. You know what I mean? So, for him – uh, having that type of mindset with the running backs that we have i think getting vertical is exactly right you know that's how I pre uh, that's how i teach that's how i coach i'm always thinking north and south and uh that's 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 going to be our run game thought and also our pass game we want to get in, uh, north and south uh, we want to get vertical we want to uh, be a creative a physical mindset in the trenches and obviously throw the ball over the top of people's heads but i think uh, Coach Babb, man, as you know, he's done it at a very high level uh, for a long time. He's had some of the best quarterbacks and some of the best offense offenses in the country. So when you pair him up with Coach who who's also been elite at everywhere he's been, and then you got Coach Anderson, who's been elite everywhere he's been, then you got Dallas Baker, who's, as you know, you know, a national champion, a Super Bowl champion. So you got guys that uh, they're surrounded to, and you put them in one pot, in one room with the ideas, and just everybody understanding their role, and everybody understanding that we got to be all in and all on the same page, and there's no egos, there's no pride, everybody just hitting it in the same direction, and I think we're gonna be very good and very explosive this year at the, you know, at the lead uh, with our leader, you know, Coach Travatal, so. I think uh, Coach Aranda did an unbelievable job. You know, I think he did an unbelievable job of bringing the right people in. You can bring in some talented coaches. You can bring in some talented players, but you got to bring in the right people. You got to bring in the right guys that's unselfish, you know, that knows that it's about the team, you know, that's not divas, that, you know, understand that Coach has a culture here that he's built, man. It's built around family. You know, it's built about people, and it's – it's it's unbelievable, man. I, I love, And that was a big reason why I decided to come here. You know, I, I was kind of torn, you know, on leaving SMU. I'm from Dallas, born and raised in Dallas, and we created something special there. But when I had the opportunity to sit down and meet with the people at Baylor, it was like, for me, I'm a big people person. I'm a relationship guy. For me, when I spoke with Spav and I spoke with Coach Miranda and when I spoke to jovon i spoke to coach uh, mr max and then i spoke to everybody on campus about the opportunities and the potential for baylor man it was it was it was it was definitely eye-opening and i i wanted to be a part of it so i think coach has done an unbelievable job bringing the guys he brought in
1: you forgot to include the media you had heard great things about the media so i'm <laughs> sure that played a, yes. a role in, into yes. it as well yes. the um what about um, Richard Reese? You got Reese, you got, I mean, Dominic came in last year, Bryson, a young guy, Pendergrass really did some nice things. They struggled. Y'all are a great first down defense or offense, excuse me, at SMU. I looked at the numbers like fourth in the country, or maybe at one point y'all are like number one in the country. Um, that uh-huh. was not the case for the Bears last year. But after meeting with some of these guys, and I know y'all get a little bit of time on the field, but barely any so far. But looking at the film, what do you what do you think you have to work with right now?
12: I think, I believe I have a really good room. I think I have a great room. I think I have a, a group of guys that's going to – I mean, I, I love their approach so far. They're very business-like. They're very professional. Uh, and I, I think the room is pretty talented. You start with Richard, Richard Reese, who as a freshman, uh, you know, led the conference in Russian and doing the things that he's did. You know, he got a dynamic first step. He's very explosive, I think, uh, very tough back. Uh, and he fits perfectly in Coach Bavatar's offense because he is a one-play-away uh, type of guy, you know. Uh, and then you move on to, you know, Dominic Richardson, a little bigger back, still explosive, you know, going to get the tough yardage, got great vision, uh, a good all-around back. And, man, he is dynamic, and I, I'm very excited to see these guys go. Then when you go from them two and you're thinking, well, that got to be it, right? No, you got Dawson. I mean, I am very excited to watch Dawson Pendergrass. I am very excited to watch him. He's got great feet. You know, he's easy on his feet, got good speed. He's big. He's athletic.
3: He's limble.
12: Like, I was – he runs with great pad leverage. You You see the things. You see that – you know, Coach Juice and Coach A.J. saw him to, to bring him to Baylor. You know, they did an unbelievable job finding that kid, and I think that kid can be a really good gem. And, uh, obviously, Bryson Washington, man, I think his talent, his roof is, uh, is, 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 is sky's the limit for him. He's very talented. He's sudden. He's quick. Uh, he is, He got a good frame on him. Uh, I think they're all really good football, smart football players. I think they all have really good high IQ. They've picked up the offense fairly well. Uh, I'm very excited about the room. Uh, Obviously, we got some work to do, um, but uh, I think the mindset of uh, um, of myself and also Coach Bab and Coach Coach Cap and guys in the room, I think it fits what these do guys do very well. You know, they fit them very well, and I think it's going to be a lot of explosives out this year out the
3: backfield.
1: Man, that gets me excited. Hearing you talk, I mean, because a lot of times, you know, you don't have a lot of time to get to know these guys yet. But seeing some of the film, I've dove. I mean,
12: I've I studied them and uh-huh. I watched them. And we've had a couple of days where we just kind of do some walkthrough things and just how they're picking up stuff and they understanding the offense. So it's been good to get out there on the field with them a little bit and just to get, you know, get the vibes with them. They're great kids. They're hard workers. They're leaders. And I think these guys are hungry. I think they got a chip on their shoulder. I think they're ready to go win.
1: So that deal the other day, the junior day, was pretty exciting. It sounds like lots of folks showed up. I saw pictures from that. Lots of names being uh, talked about. But you got the sense, and of course, you had you were the reason a lot of those guys from DFW probably showed up, and and other people have laid the foundation on some of those players. But they, but the there was, was there a lot of excitement in that camp? I mean, because you all have had some huge camps at SMU. TCU has one where they invite, seemed like 1,200 or something crazy over there, but SMU has some great ones as well. I mean, wh- what was that environment like? Because uh, I don't, I mean, I if I showed up at that deal, like I would need those guys that cover that, they do they do a great job but like I would need uh-huh. numbers and rosters and somehow a lot of times those guys <laughs> figure it out on their own by watching it from the stands my head would be spinning uh-huh. but what is it like for a coach when you have that opportunity and you have those players and what what is the I mean is it competitive type deal is it more hey get to know you what what, are, what is one of those junior days like
12: so our junior day was more of a – we know the kids, but it's more just wanting to get to know them, get to know their family on a deeper level. Yeah. Uh, just want to make sure they understood that, that the Baylor brand was here and going to be here to stay. You know, understand that Coach Aranda is going to be here and going to be here to stay because we're going to win. You know, he has a great culture here. He's built a great culture here. He has a great foundation here. So I think those kids see that. You know, so the the type of talent we had here, you know, that's that's solely off what Coach Aranda has built already. You know, I don't really – I know I have a present, but I don't think it has anything to do with me. I think it has everything to do with it already being built. You know, they've done – the recruiting department, Coach Aranda, and all the coaches have done an unbelievable job before I even got here. You know, all I did was come in and try to add value and bring value where I could and help where I could. I think the foundation was already set. I think some of these kids were already – highly interested in Baylor uh so the, the fact that you know those kids came on campus you know the, the the type of kids that came on campus man it was it was very 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 impressive uh I thought the the spirits was high uh, I thought it was very promising uh I think those kids really believe in what we're going to be able to do in the future you know the see the facilities and uh, seeing the talent that we have here. We have a great group of guys here. We have a great core here. You know, it was very young the last two years. So the fact that we have a good group, a good nucleus here, and the fact mm-hmm. that we're able to go, you know, recruit some of the top twenty twenty fives in the country, uh, I think we're going to be very, very excited for where Baylor football program is headed.
1: Yeah, that had to be tough, though, because you got in the ACC at SMU, after all that, you know, what an exciting time that was on the hilltop, being home, the way you all have kind of claimed Dallas over at SMU and all of that. But uh, I, we're excited to have you at Baylor. What was your go-to restaurant over there on the hilltop, uh, either across from SMU or your favorite Dallas haunt? And, by the way, you could, you could include your, your, uh, your roots over there in, in South Dallas, uh, what was your <laughs> what's kind of your favorite go to? If you're gonna go uh, where, what, what would you what would you usually go with?
12: If I go barbecue and it's just cause I'm I'm really close with the family. I go if I go barbecue, right? I'm gonna go Lancaster Roll I'm gonna go to the gator pit right across the stadium from right across the street from Lancaster High School Stadium. So I'll go to Gator Pit there. If I go chicken, if I go chicken, a lot of people might get mad at me about this, okay? I'm going to go to Hall's Chicken, you know. I'm going to go to Hall's Chicken in uh, South Oak Cliff. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of great restaurants. Um, I used to go to uh, Max over – Max Place uh, over on campus, right behind campus uh, on Hillcrest uh, on SMU. So, obviously, you know, there's a a lot of food there, great food there. But if I had to say, I'm a big-time barbecue guy. uh, So – and then – I'll, if I go soul food, I'll say Ain't Irene's, you know, in South Dallas. That's a great spot. So if you're ever in Dallas, go find Ain't Irene's. She, she, she can fry anything.
1: I don't think those SMU kids were getting over there to a- Ain't Irene's as much as they needed to. Uh, you've, given <laughs> me, you've given me some field trips here, but um, I also get nervous anytime I'm near Lancaster. Because I, I used to play them in basketball, and uh, Joe oh, Rushing yeah. and his teams, they destroyed us. Thomas Hill back in the day at Duke. <laughs> Lamont Hill, his younger yeah. brother, is my age. So, anyway. And I, by the way, I used to have to play against uh, the Battee brothers. It was Tony Battee, oh, yeah. Derek's little brother. That's my age. And so, Tony and I okay. played against each other in high school, and you can imagine how that went for me. Um. Yeah. It was. uh, It was not. It was not pleasant. But uh, well, those were some, those were some fun times. And what a, what a great, what a great. I mean, all of that you're just talking about. Cedar Hill, uh, Lancaster, sock. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. Now, by the way, I, I like how DL Max. I know that place, but uh, Shug's Bagels has become a big player. Uh, Right over. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Right, right around the corner from the stadium over there for us, and then New York Sub that that oh, yeah. sandwich shop has the best brisket pastrami uh anywhere in the city <laughs> so i'm a big pastrami sandwich oh, yeah. guy and that's right across from the smu campus so anyway it it's uh those are those are good places i mean but uh, we'll we'll introduce you to some new spots in waco i've spent many years kind of working on those and honing my craft at the local barbecue places so i'll uh, i'll get word sure. to you on that but um uh,
12: so I've been oh, yeah. I've been pretty active already. I've been pretty active already. <laughs> I went to Vtex, uh, I went to uh, Help Camp, I went to I've been to Georgia's already. So I've been making my rounds, trying to find all the great food spots.
1: Yeah, keep go, Jasper's and Tony DeMaria's is over there on Elm, off of MLK, and they they may not uh, always show up on whatever tour or whatever recommendations they're handing you, but. The places you described to me in Lancaster, that's, that's, you need to go try those places because that's what my buddies and I would uh, venture off out of the Baylor bubble, and uh, that was the real deal over there. But all the other – I mean, Helberg Barbecue, by the way, and they are a sponsor, I'll admit it, but it's incredible. Uh, H-E-L-B-E-R-G. That's Philip and Yvette Helberg. And uh, you go in there and tell them, tell them Mosley sent you. They'll probably charge you extra, but I think you'll enjoy it.
12: <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, Keenan, appreciate you, and uh, can't wait to meet you in person.
12: Yes, sir. Can't wait to meet you, and thank you for having me on.
1: You bet. There he goes. Keenan Hall. Uh, the uh, Man, that was fun. Golly. I mean, Aaron, all these guys, we did 30, we did 25, 30 minutes with Jake the other day, Keenan, uh, we, we may be going past their allotted time, but uh, it's our first time to visit with these guys, it's kind of exciting, so um, that that's great, I mean, he's going to be a lot of fun, so okay, we'll get, try to get back on schedule real quick, give you a little bit of breaking news, and uh, and then remember, we've got Campus Confidential coming up at about 4.45, All of it coming up next.
4: Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back home in Foster Pavilion Thursday,
5: hosting the University of Texas. 7 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. It's a 7.30 tip-off Thursday
4: tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas.
11: Elevate
5: your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710
10: 8080. Central Texas, it's time to support our youth. You're invited to attend the 2024 McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair February 5th through the 9th at Extraco Event Center in Waco. More than 500 McLennan County 4-H and FFA students will be exhibiting livestock for an opportunity to sell at the annual Sale of Champions Friday, February 9th at 6.30 p.m. Last year's sale brought in a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. For more information, call 254-722-2597 and like the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show on Facebook.
8: Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntexsportsfan.com.
6: Every day, Incommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in central Texas. Each of their six central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, InCommons Bank offers modern day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At Incommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com.
7: Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
0: Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota.
5: Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values.
1: Hey, Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort, Rooms are big and spotless, and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also, have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The circuit kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine with locally sourced ingredients the bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails local beer and organic wine open to the public seven days a week five to ten and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub the location is hard to beat 2200 north robinson drive just off the famous waco traffic circle it's time to enjoy the best element waco hotel
8: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Oh, man. It is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. And, uh, wow, Keenan Hall just had a great, uh, fun visit with Keenan for about 25 minutes there. Baylor's new associate uh, head coach, running backs, Aaron let's just let's just have Keenan on a weekly basis once we get the season going it's going to be a fun year. Um, we're going to have uh, uh, it's going to have we're gonna have a little more access this year to the uh, to some of the assistant coaches uh, maybe during the season. I think that's going to be exciting and I think our people will uh, will be benefiting and then Aaron just to let you know by the way I just got word a, uh, one of those beautiful central National Bank. Um one of those graphics is headed our way and uh and so we'll have uh we'll have that to to put out there and uh always it just it just uh, it just looks great when we send that out there. Aaron, our our um Kapilovic um, interview, Chris Kapilovic the O line coach. I like how Keenan said it. I think he said Kapilovic. That's how I wanna say it, but I, I was looking at the pronunciation given by Baylor and it says Kapilovic but anyway I that that particular interview did like I I think 14 15,000 views or whatever so I thought that was kind of neat I do want to remind folks out at Allen Samuels I just heard from my man Ted Teague uh, the GM out there today on this last day of the month, trying to you know make some last-minute deals, huge manufacturer rebates in tonight. So I've been wanting to tell you all about this, and they'll be out there if you want to run out there and check on things, 201 West Loop 340, 2.9% for 72 months on a Ram 1500. I've driven them, love them, um, huge discounts. And uh, 100 Dodge Chargers and Dodge Challengers in stock. All the way from the economical, the, X, the, the sexy XT, XST model uh, to the GT model with a 300 horsepower. Uh, to the Scat Packs with 485. And then, Aaron, your favorite, the Hellcats with the 7, 717 Running Hard Ponies. All right, last call models for the Hemi, that V8-powered Dodge, uh, so don't wait. Hurry in today. Of course, come see Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, uh, and the, uh, the, boy, the consistent winner of uh, uh, the best of Waco and all those kinds of accolades. So appreciate Ted Teague. Always like to check in with Ted at the end of the month and see what's big, Ted, what's moving, what are you moving out there? and he'll let me know, and I wanted to pass that along to our listeners. Now, Aaron, I've been kind of monitoring. I'm a little bit tied into this. uh, You know, we got our new buddy who kind of helps us with some recruiting out there, Will Turboff, and he's been keeping his eye on a couple of potential announcement for the Bears, and so I've been kind of in contact with him. So Aaron and I, uh, we like to kind of, we don't we don't exactly want to call the families of these players to to break news on the commitments, but we like knowing people who do that sort of thing. <laughs> and uh, our, the young Will Turboff, I'm I'm liking the work he's doing, uh, and uh, doing a nice job for uh, old uh, two four seven, ODB. I mean, it, it's uh, Bears Illustrated, I should say. Yeah, I don't want to mix up all my our Baylor coverage, but. They do a re- he does a really nice job. Okay, um, Aaron. Last other things I did see earlier today that our our friend um, Lions Ben Johnson Amon Ross St. Brown Amon Ross St. Brown the big time receiver was ta- They talked about on the St. Brown Brothers podcast about uh, uh, Ben Johnson um, coming back there. As offensive coordinator. And St. Brown on the podcast said, I'm like, so what's up with you? You did an interview. Like, are you leaving? And he he, and Saint Brown said he said, he's like, you know, you know what? I'm on the way to the facility right now. He said he couldn't sleep last night. He was thinking about it and he said, There's unfinished business. He wants to stay. Of course, Johnson had interviewed with the Falcons, Panthers, and Chargers, before the roles were filled, uh, and then he also had a chance to pursue the head coaching vacancies with the Commanders and Seahawks before deciding to stay with Detroit. I like that. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of like it when a coach just makes that decision. Can, he could have played this out, and maybe he would have gotten one of these jobs, but he decided to stay put. Um, and so to me that is uh, that is interesting. The other thing the big news today in the NFL the Seahawks have hired Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. and for some reason when I see the, the name McDonald, I want the I want the D the first D to be big, but it's not they don't I guess he spells his name all with it all lowercase but anyway, Six-year contract, 36 years old, becomes the NFL's youngest head coach and brings to Seattle a reputation as one of the league's brightest defensive minds, having led the Ravens to number one in points allowed, sacks, and takeaways in 2023, his second season as Baltimore's coordinator. I mean, this is kind of... I mean, this is interesting to me because I feel like for a while, Aaron, they wanted the McVeigh-adjacent coaches who could call plays and be great offensive minds. Now we're dipping into the defensive minds. Um, And I I like this too, Aaron. In replacing 72-year-old Pete Carroll, The Seahawks are going from the NFL's oldest head coach to its youngest. Um, And McDonald is 16 months younger than Jared Mayo, who was hired by the Patriots earlier this month to succeed Bill Belichick. Aaron, most of these guys that get hired for the longest time were kind of our age or right around that. And now they're starting to be quite a bit younger. It happens. It happens. I can remember, a few, you know, thinking, like, who was the last guy my age to play professional sports? Oh, Bartolo Cologne. You know, like, I, I thought, man, you always think when there's somebody your age still playing professional sports, you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm still fairly young. And then, Aaron, I think when Cologne Retired. That was like the last guy my age playing professional sports. All right, let's get into this. Let's do some campus confidential, and let's do it next.
8: This this is ESPN Central Texas. It's
6: tax season once again. Stressful, right? Doesn't have to be. Maggard Bookkeeping has been helping Central Texans through the complex tax code for more than 25 years. Go to maggardbookkeeping.com and bypass the stress.
5: Savings continue with the Start Something New sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Right now, get a 2023 Ram 1500 Laramie Crew Cab 4-wheel drive with 15,000 off MSRP or 2.9% for 72 months, or a 2023 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab 4-wheel drive with 12,000 off MSRP or 2.9% for 72 months. Plus a special discount for first responders only at Allen Samuels. Come by, let's be friends.
7: We've made it through the holidays, and another gift-giving season is already here. Valentine's Day is fast approaching, and if you're not sure what to give, come to Morrison's Gifts and let their 45 years of gift-giving expertise work for you. From candy, to jewelry, to plush animals, to scents, soaps, and lotions, they've got you covered. They offer custom gift baskets and many grab-and-go items as well. And don't forget their huge selection of John Hart and Consuela bags and totes. Morrison Gifts is
1: located near Jason's Deli at the corner of Waco Drive in Valley Mills. Are you sick and tired of those achy joints? dread the idea of surgery you need to call QC Kinetics today it is Matt Mosley I know what it's like to have neck pain the state of healthcare is always changing the old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative non-surgical drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results it's a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility. Reclaim your independence. Walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. You're listening to
8: ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
9: Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project?
11: Attention fans of Hellberg Barbecue. You can enjoy their Central Texas style barbecue, homemade sides, and desserts at their current location, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. They are operating drive through and curbside service out of food trailers parked outside the building. And their hours are Wednesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., or till they sell out. Customers can call 254 265 5387 for pre orders. Hellberg's Barbecue full service catering option is still available for your next group outing. Soon, Hellberg will offer sandwiches and banana pudding at the grab-and-go markets inside the new Foster Pavilion. The future of Hellberg Barbecue includes a new building, bigger and better than ever, just down Highway 6 from the current location. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387 and at hellbergbarbecue.com.
6: Oh, boy, more IRS changes this year. Frustrating, isn't it? Maggard Bookkeeping can help. With more than 25 years preparing Central Texans' tax returns. Go to MaggardBookkeeping.com and bypass the stress.
7: Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family.
8: It's time for Campus Confidential our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
1: Well, it's a huge college day. Keenan Hall, Baylor's new associate head coach, running backs coach, was on with us at 4. May let, in case you missed any of that, may let you hear a little bit of that tomorrow as well. Uh, 5 o'clock, Jarrett Anderson, the noted former uh, longtime Gary Patterson assistant at TCU. That's going to be exciting to catch up with him visit with him uh the new tight ends coach at baylor Uh, that'll be great that'll be a lot of fun to uh to get jared on and just uh boy highly highly regarded and uh uh, coach and and, and in fact keenan was just talking about him so that'll happen at five o'clock thank you jtc thank you for what you do jim turner chevrolet out there in mcgregor getting it done as always Derek scott Boy, Clay Lasseter, of course, Jim, he can close the deal for you. Love the staff out there. They do a tremendous job. And, boy, almost since day one, since I came on this station, uh, Jim Turner has been with me, and he's become a great friend. So very proud of our association with uh, JTC out there. And the proud proud, um, uh, allies and uh, partners of this fine segment, Campus Confidential. Uh, Aaron uh, always provides the headlines. Aaron, where do we start today?
2: We will start with college basketball. Two games on the Big 12 slate tonight. West Virginia at home taking on Cincinnati. Six o'clock tip for that on Big 12 Plus. Also a six o'clock tip on Big 12 Plus. Number 18 Baylor on the road to take on the USC Knights. You can hear that game starting with the pregame at 5:30 right here on ESPN Central Texas
1: yeah UCF, the Golden Knights and uh, I, I'm anxious to see what that looks like. Uh, the Bears have gone back into their, you know they, they had to kind of rethink things and, and um, after Saturday, they've had a lot of close losses. they've done a lot of good things, but there's some things they need to clean up. They got to get tougher. They got to get those huge rebounds late. All right, that killed them against TCU. they got to be smarter down the stretch. But, you know, some other teams have kind of had some miracle stuff happen. Maybe the Bears will get some miracle stuff going. Hopefully, tonight, they won't need it. Just take, just get after UCF. Separate from them. Again, the good news is, boy, Misi looks like a monster. I mean, I love the Baylor guards. It's not like I don't – I mean, it's a fun team. It's just a tough conference, and um, you know every. I mean, look at Texas. Everybody had them ranked real high to start the season, not even ranked anymore, and they're three and five, and they're on the bubble of even being in the tournament. If you can survive this slate, and you can go nine and nine, or maybe even eight and ten, you can get in the tournament. But let's not do that. Let's get it to about I don't know eleven and seven. Does that add up right, Aaron? I mean that that would be that would be good, okay? Because that means you got you could have four more losses the rest of the season. Now You got to have a pretty good season the rest of the way to get to eleven and seven. But eleven and I mean, I think I think twelve and six wins you this conference. I think twelve and six, and I think right now Houston has the best chance. But Kansas is, as they always do. They're developing a couple of guys that, that are starting to get better. And that furphy kid has my attention a little bit, freshman for, uh, for Kansas. All right, Aaron, what else do we have, sir?
2: The Wooden Award late season top 20 list is out. It features very few Big 12 players, only three, two from Kansas. Center Hunter Dickinson and guard Kevin McCullough, Jr., also on the list from the Big 12, if I can remember, oh, is a, a very familiar name, former Baylor guard L.J. Cryer, who is currently playing at Houston. Also on the list, Armando Baycott, the North Carolina Post, who I think is in his 11th season of eligibility. <laughs> and also uh, the reigning award winner, Zach Edney, the seven yeah. foot four Purdue center who won it last year. Yeah, Edie. What did I Edie. Edney,
1: that's yeah. okay. That's Put okay. But the "n" in there. Um, in that <laughs> that's okay. There used to be a guy at UCLA named Tyus Edney, that's okay. um, and it might have snuck into your 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 eyesight there. I, 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 you know, that's not totally fair. I don't think because is the wooden for the best player basically mm-hmm. uh, all around. I mean, Jamal Shedd is. I mean, that's that's about as good as it gets at Houston. And, I mean, I think McCuller might be in the running for the, the best player in the Big 12 this year. Surely Hunter Dickinson, he'll put up big numbers, and he's a highly decorated transfer, so I get it. But, I mean, I, no offense to our man Cryer. I still like LJ, even though he left us. But I, Jamal Shedd is the, the best player at Houston, and maybe – for my money, the best player in the conference. So I agree. think the wooden people got it wrong. You agree, Aaron?
2: Absolutely. And this is the late list. They had time to update it. They actually added yeah. two players because of their play uh, hmm. to the list. That was – um find it. One of them was uh, Deron Holmes from Dayton. And then the other was uh, from Auburn. 100. Yeah, I, I, But anyway, well, the yeah, Auburn, they updated it. I don't know why he's not on the list. That's crazy. That he's I had
1: hoped. See, Auburn has a great Johnny Broom player. What's his name? Johnny Broom. Yeah, I Baylor played them, and I was just thinking. I was really hoping Walter would make this list, and and he certainly has his moments. But Jacoby is still working to be consistent I think he's been pretty good like I I think he's a better defender at this point than Keontae was but the thought of him being and maybe we were warned about this but he's not right now he doesn't appear to be anywhere nearly near as explosive as Keontae was now again maybe a better all-around college player But certainly not the, not the, I mean, Keontae could just, Keontae could show up at UCF tonight and score 30. I mean, and it wouldn't even be that big of a deal for him. Walter is probably a little bit too unselfish at this point. He he can, like some of those great Kansas players from the past, he can kind of disappear for a little while. And I did not expect that. Um, I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. But. He kind of does vanish at times. Uh, Kansas used to have a guy, uh, Macklemore would do that. Incredible, incredible athleticism. Really good player. But he would just kind of like, hey, is is Macklemore still out there? Wiggins did that a little bit when he was at Kansas. Like, hey, is Wiggins playing tonight? He would just kind of disappear for a little while. But uh, both those guys were incredible players. And uh, uh, one of them has gone on to be a really good NBA player, Wiggins. Uh, Although not as good as probably, I think he was taken number one overall. Probably hasn't completely met expectations, but been fine. I mean, helped uh, win an NBA title, so it's not like he's had a bad career at all. Macklemore is just kind of, if he's anywhere, he's just kind of hanging around at this point. Uh, Aaron, one more before we get to coach.
2: Yeah, look at the uh, Big 12 women's schedule for tonight. Three games on tap. Number two, Kansas State on the road against Oklahoma. That's a six o'clock tip on ESPN Plus, all these are ESPN Plus, Plus. Uh, 6.30 Oklahoma State in Ames to take on Iowa State, and also 6.30 the Kansas women will host BYU. Well, no scintillating matchups. Kansas State and Oklahoma could be pretty good, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, OU's beating some teams. What would you say, K-State's ranked now? Are they? Did Two. they move up to, like, oh, my Just gosh. Just behind
2: South Carolina. It's amazing because they're doing it without Ayoka Lee, who – injured her ankle about a week and a half ago. Yeah, boy, the
1: Bears should have beaten them. Yeah, I hate to keep revisiting that, but, man, that's uh, that's one they would like to have back. All right, it is the uh, the Mosley Show. Jared Anderson, Baylor's new tight ends coach, joins us next. Find sports news,
8: streaming, and show podcast at SynTechSportsfan.com.
5: The Brazos Landing is where Central Texans go to enjoy upscale dining and delicious entrees. Outstanding chef-inspired homemade desserts and breathtaking views of the Brazos River. Their steak selections include akaushi ribeyes and fillets. Central Texas largest chicken fried steak and braised beef short ribs. Fish offerings include Chilean sea bass, pan-seared salmon, ahi tuna, Texas snapper, and shrimp and grits. The Crescent City chicken is a fan favorite, as is the margarita chicken. Selections from the bayou include etouffee, jambalaya, and Mardi Gras pasta. The Brazos Landing features the best outdoor climate control dining deck in central Texas. They're located near Baylor University in downtown Waco. And remember to park and walk to the new Foster Pavilion. For more information, visit thebrazoslanding.com. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. 2024 is here, and it couldn't be a better time to purchase your next new Chevrolet. For an example, Silverado is as much as $10,000 off. Travers is $5,000 off. And the all-new Equinox, 3000 off. And we also have the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory folks that we've seen in years. And we don't play any of the games or gimmicks, just honesty and transparency.
6: So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away at McGregor. we treat you like family. Buy a new
4: it's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids, and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
8: ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics.
1: Run a winning play over knee, hip, and shoulder pain. Choreo Health's all star team of board certified. Orthopedic surgeons, Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle use the latest minimally invasive technology, including orthopedic surgical robot to perform total knee replacement. Whether your pain is from an old sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Corio Health Orthopedic can help make the play. Call today, 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE.
9: An exceptional experience and extraordinary results That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco,
8: K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Man, thank you to all our sponsors. Uh, what a day it's been. Had Keenan Hall on earlier, now Jared Anderson. And, uh, Coach, I've, I was excited to see you named. I called Gary that night and got the got the skinny. You know, Gary, he had very, very nice things to say uh, about you after all those years together. But uh, welcome to the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, welcome to Waco, Texas. I appreciate it. That was uh, all, it. all those it's years. It. Yeah, go ahead.
3: It's been an eventful day. I don't think, I think I've think i spent more time on the road than I have in Waco so far.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, hopefully, I mean, the other day you all had that big junior day. Seems like Baylor's got a lot of great kids coming in, uh, a lot of excitement around the new offensive coaches, the new offensive system. Are you sensing that, uh, Jarrett, as you – Get out on the road and recruit and do all that stuff and talk to these juniors who came in. What's the excitement level about the direction of this program right now?
3: I think kids are excited. I think kids are excited and seeing some of the coaches. I think they're kind of excited just to see a different brand, just a different brand of football on the offensive side.
1: Yeah, the fans I think will be very excited, and and when you start talking about. Up tempo and and uh, throwing it around and and even just you know getting up there running a lot of plays you know that takes fans back to the glory days of of when TCU and Baylor were uh, running up some huge points and you were on the other sideline um, yeah. for those games at TCU but I mean that's it's fun to think back on those days it, it that's when the rivalry it's always been a good rivalry but the rivalry yeah. got really good because both teams were great and let's be honest both head coaches did not totally care for each other they both kind of play that down when I try to bring it up with them Uh, at least Gary really papoos that but still that was part of why the fan bases got revved up so that's got to be kind of surreal for you to now be on the other side of it has that taken a little getting used to or has it has the transition you know has it has it happened pretty quickly for you? I think the
3: big, the hardest thing is uh, I started walking to the visitor locker room when I first walked in.
1: <laughs> when, I, when I
3: went into the stadium and they said, you know where to go? And I said, I guess to the left. I said to the visiting locker room, and said, no, this is our recruiting area. And from that standpoint, so I said it was pretty neat to, to see the other side. And while they were getting great players and things like that, you got to see kind of the tradition and. From all that standpoint, I said I was always on the other. I said I was on the other side. I said I was on that that side that when it was sixty-one fifty-eight, and I said, I said I'm ready to be on that side when it's actually sixty-one. I said I don't want them to score fifty-eight, but I said if it's a win, it's a win.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I, you know, you were not on the right side that day, but wow, what are the great games in the history of the Big Twelve? You know, looking back on all those years, Gary really brags on you. Boy, for your special teams knowledge, uh, he, he really digs into that. But, boy, you, you coach just about everything, every facet. I mean, your resume, it's kind of funny because it's like, wow, okay, so he was O.C., he was coaching O-line, he was coaching – I mean, you, you pretty much did it all. Um, and I, I would think that's, at this point in your career, that's very valuable to you, and it's going to be very valuable to Coach Aranda since he's going to be calling plays and coaching linebackers and doing all this stuff how much of that came up when you were interviewing and and they were thinking about hiring you just that kind of level of experience in kind of all facets and and I think you even were even on the other side of the ball probably at some point
3: yes I actually played on the other side of the ball in college so that said it was <laughs> a unique it was a unique deal so I mean I think Dave is just being able to I mean, talking about in the interview and things is just being able to gel with the staff and having quite a few new guys on that offensive staff. And I'd known Spad before and gone down to and when I was actually at the other place and, you know, and known other coaches that we would kind of coach with. I'd known Cap and he came down to when he was at Southern Miss at one point and we talked ball. That was back in the Rose Bowl years at the, at the other school. But it was, I said, it's I mean, it's kind of how we all form together, and and how we work together, and how quickly we can kind of respond will be how quick our kids can respond to it. And I think they've already seen it within the first few weeks, or when we have been able to be in the office with the kids, the few days that we're able to be with them.
1: All right, so we had, you know, we've had a few leave, some move in on the tight ends. Have you had a little chance? I mean, y'all, it's limited, I know. Uh, And there's only so many things you can do, but in terms of as y'all get ready to start installing everything, getting the offense in, what have those meetings been like? And even with some of the, you know, folks that have departed uh, gosh, they had a ton of tight ends last year, like like nine tight ends. So even if two or three left, you're still going to have quite a few. What's the, what's the room like? And uh, what have those conversations been like?
3: It, the room's pretty good. I mean, I have, Quality kids, character kids, and I told him I said, uh, I said we always say spring is fun and fall is ball, but I said you're trying to inst- instill things that what the system is. And I told him I said there's going to be mistakes made out here, but I said I we're going to I said we're going to press press the issue a little bit more. And sometimes uh, you know the huddle and this. I said there's times that we will actually probably have a huddle at some point, but I said right now we're not worried about that. I said. It's trying to see the tempo of what you can play at and what you how fast that you can kind of catch on knowledge wise, but at the same time be able to play fast and use your athleticism of what you have. And I told him, I said, I know there's other guys that left before. I said I'm not worried about those guys. I said they're not they're not part of the Baylor program right now. I said I'm worried about these six guys that are in the room right now.
1: Yeah, I like that, and and. As you think about the air raid, um, there was a time maybe the tight end was rarely featured in that. I think things have evolved over the years. How big a part is is when Spav talks to you and you'll have all these conversations, how do you see the tight end fitting into all this?
3: That's probably the biggest transformation, as you saw, probably bigger receiver, kind of the... The old air raid system was kind of just the big receiver, and now it's it's kind of, and I would say it's kind of, a, it's more from not so much an air raid, but it's a combination of different things with the tight end being, as you see, we talked about the other day. I said the NFL utilizes the tight end and makes the tight end, I mean, someone that they have to actually have to face. And in the college sometimes people get away from that. We always talk about it as like with Kelsey and, and all these other guys that people utilize the tight end, and he he's a major focal point. Where sometimes colleges get away from that, and it's just a system. And said we talked about is he needs to be part of the focal point.
1: Well, and by the way, if you're gonna bring up Kelsey, I mean they they now the tight ends uh, get to date the the superstars, right? So uh, <laughs> it, it, it's it's maybe. Uh, changed a little bit over the years it is interesting isn't it, to watch the nfl and just see those teams that have those types of players kittle kelsey i mean even the cowboys with ferguson this year started to break yeah. out a little bit it, it's um it's a matchup problem for defenses and uh, when you have them and and uh and again you've got some guys that you'll be able to develop and everything but it, it it's a great dynamic i used to hate facing iowa state i'm sure you did too because you'd look out there, it'd be Kohler, and then number you got number eleven, and then number eighty-eight. Somebody else, and you're like, golly, man, when are they going to run out of these kids?
3: I know they may not run that fast, but you're like, they just throw the ball up there, and you look up, and they've gotten twenty yards or eighteen yards, and it's kind of you. You almost get defeated a little bit on defense, thinking you got the perfect. <laughs> they had the perfect call, and all of a sudden, here's one of those guys that I, I swear he just kind of throws the ball up and third and seven, and all of a sudden it's first and ten, and they're going down the field now. They had a a couple running backs that were pretty good, too, with them. They kind of helped out a quarterback that was pretty good.
1: Yeah, I I think back to uh, even some of the places, you you know, you've been, you're from East Texas, and I've interviewed some of those legends from East Texas, some of them who played at Baylor, some of them went through UT. I I would imagine, Jarrett, you're around my age, uh, maybe a little ahead of me, but you were, as a kid, you you may have gone over there to Tyler Lee, and and uh, or that would have been John Tyler, where some of those guys were playing. And uh, do you have memories of seeing some of those incredible uh, uh, Tyler players as you were as you were growing up? You know what? Probably as I've gotten older,
3: I, I probably it's probably got into the recruiting aspect as some of the kids more than maybe growing up watching some of them play. I mean, watching some of them play was great, but probably going to recruit thinking about when I'm recruiting the Trent Williams and trying to get Adrian Peterson or Malcolm, K, you know, some of these guys nice. and Steve, I mean, Stephen Hodge and some of the guys that have come through. I mean, our program now that we have is you see guys that are gone on to the, I mean, I remember going to see my homes go to that other team. I'm like, you know, you're wondering if he was going to be a baseball player or not, because his dad was throwing a baseball over in Lindell. and it's just like it's—you know—everybody was questioning whether he's going to be a full, full-blooded, I mean, football player. And you, you go back and you see all these guys, and now they've morphed into great NFL, had great NFL careers for a lot of guys.
1: Yeah, there is something about East Texas, and boy, I, I'm trying to think—is it Ebner? Did he come out of East Texas? I mean, Baylor yeah. Actually,
3: Ebner was Ebner was committed to me at TCU, and then Coach wanted him to Coach Patterson wanted him to play defense. He goes, "I'm an offensive player," and I said, "Yes, you are." But uh, sometimes the the head coach can overrule some things.
1: <laughs> oh He's man, great. I could see Gary, Gary thought everybody should play linebacker, didn't he? No matter you could, yeah. you could run well, for like. Fifty touchdowns. Yeah. It's like, well, he's a linebacker. He or he's an edge rusher. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, D
3: end or safety. D end or safety is always <laughs> what they seem to go to.
1: Oh man, so you you had an eye for what he was looking for, you know, um, out there at East Texas. What do you think it is about those East Texas players? I mean, you've been recruiting them forever. You grow up there. Um, is it just the I mean, it's like they love it across the state. Let's not act like West Texas doesn't like football. But there it is something over the years where not only good players, but like superstars come out of, of there. And I'm not even talking about Earl and going back that far. But, like, even in recent years, there's just something about that area. And I don't exactly – you might be able to put your finger on it more. I, I think even back on those unbelievable Gilmer teams, when uh, you were just with I mean, I Coach trailer. Could,
3: uh, yeah. Yes, I think of Kendall Wright and some of those guys right there. And, I mean, sometimes people don't realize that their parents may be as hard as coaches on them when they're in the stands and they're playing their games. I was like, some of these kids, I think they enjoy being coached by the coaches because sometimes their aunts and uncles and parents are getting after them so hard in the stands, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is what that kid has to go home to at night. But I said (laughs) – I mean, they love, they love the game of football. And at the same time, that uncle or that granddad or that mom's telling them if he, if he didn't make a catch, they're telling them about it. And then they're, t- they're telling the coach, how come you need to be coaching them harder like I am? So it's, it's, uh, it's a unique experience sometimes.
1: Yeah, there was just a mystique around a lot of those programs, right? I mean, Carthage now, back then it used to be uh, Dangerfield. I can remember kids yeah. coming out of, like, Cuero and places like that. Now, but, I mean, when you think of East Texas, it's just you can just start naming off, you know, player after player. Um, has that been fun, getting back on the trail? I saw when they put the thing out the other day, it, I, I, as I expected, it said East Texas under your name. Um, I, you know, I, and I would imagine, you know, you know so many of their you know, parents and who knows people that you played with back in the day. Uh, I just think that's got to be just a very natural thing for you. How how fun has it been, you know, back out there on the recruiting trail?
3: It, you know what? It's fun, but sometimes it can make you feel old when you got players that played for you, like in the Rose in a Rose Bowl, and you're recruiting his son right now already. So I said, sometimes <laughs> you're like, dang, am I, am I already that dang old or what? So, and he's <laughs> up there at junior. He's up there at junior day, but I said the great thing is, is I have his mom and. And it's not just knowing the players, getting to know. Because I knew the mom when she was young too, and she, I said the good thing is I said he got his speed from his mom because she was a track girl. She was a track girl
1: too. <laughs> it sounds almost like you know, you're making me think of the Haney family, you know Jesse and Juman Jesse. Yeah. Uh, at TCU. And by the way, I tried like crazy to get Baylor to go after Hoss Haney, and they did. They ended up doing it, but it was a little late because he obviously is a big legacy kid. When they finally kind of jumped in there, it was a little late. But whoa, that, that he's going to be—he's going to be a good one. Now, what is it about special teams over the years? Like, who did? How did you kind of hone your craft, uh, Jarrett, in 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 that area? Who was kind of a, an influence on you? And like, what's your? What's your favorite part of special teams, or is it all of it—kicking game and everything? I mean, I mean, we
3: all we all had kind of a part when we coached it. I always had kickoff return, so I was, and really that was an offensive play. So I used it for for what we were trying to get out of, or what we were trying to get field position from that standpoint. And we kind of we did it as separated in different units, and sometimes it was a competition thing because we. I had, I was fortunate enough to that two times was ranked number one in the nation in kickoff return. and kick off return. I said, you know, sometimes when you have great returners like Turpin and guys like that, I said it makes you. I said it makes you a good coach. I said that was uh, <laughs> one of the things in Rager and some of those guys that we'd had over there. I said it's, it make and it you know what it allows you to kind of draw up things and do different things sometimes with it. And it was, that's probably what made it unique and fun. And we all. You know, the whole staff was part of it, and I know that's what we're going to be here at, at our place. And I asked the other day, and we were talking about special teams, and from that standpoint, I said, when are we, get, I said, when are we going to find out kind of who's coaching what unit and, and this and that? Because I said, I mean, you want to take pride in it. And I don't, you want your players to take pride and You know, that's third, we always, always thought that was a third of the game, and it meant so much to the other part for offense and defense for momentum changers.
1: Jarrett, what's a uh, – Rager gives me nightmares, by the way. Didn't he have that one game against <laughs> Baylor at our place where he –
3: I do remember that one, the fourth and one, I think we went for it and we ran a reverse with him. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
10: that was our only –
1: touch. I think that was our only touchdown of the day. It feels like that was the only way we could score. No, y'all, I think y'all won like 14 to nothing, and he had both <laughs> both touchdowns were like 75 yards or something like that. But, yeah, that was not a – that was not a particularly fun day, as I remember. Um, I, I, I am kind of curious, all those years with, well, with Fran and then Gary, both of them, I mean, but with Gary in particular, and I've gotten to know him fairly well over the years, but, I mean, what what allowed you, I mean, he is not easy on coaches. He's honestly not easy on anybody, <laughs> uh, not easy on friends. But
9: what what what
1: kind of allowed you to, have such a long and and boy, you were loyal and and stayed with him for all those years, and you' all had such great um, seasons and won a ton of football games what 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 kind of allowed what was your what what stood out about him
3: i mean I think he was loyal back to other i mean to other people i mean that's even though he was hard i mean sometimes he could be harder on other coaches sometimes newer coaches than older coaches from that standpoint and he knew that we were there to work and we all had the common goal where sometimes this profession has changed a little bit, kind of like the, the portal has changed. Sometimes coaches can be a little bit like the portal sometimes too. And we, I mean, that was probably the biggest thing that we went into it as is we like to win. I like to win. And that was the, the goal that you were trying to do. And you were trying to develop your players to to play at the highest level that you could. And you know, my, my family enjoyed their time. I didn't have to move my kids. And sometimes you gave up opportunities for your family's sake. And, you know, and he was able to, to allow me to do that, allow us to do that from that standpoint. And that's uh, the one thing that I've seen when i interviewed with Coach Aranda that it, I mean, it, you kind of had, had the same vibes with from that standpoint.
1: Yeah, I like it when you say that other school about some of these other programs cuz it just reminds me of Gary when he would say that other school down uh south of here, you know, when he would be pointing <laughs> something out about some some maybe some issues the bears were having. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I remember all that stuff comes flooding back. And somehow we overcame the whole Baylor TCU thing and become oh, friends. Yeah. But Jared I uh, I really appreciate it, and uh, this is a lot of fun. I've been looking forward to this and can't wait to uh, meet you in person, get to know you a little better. Thank you for doing this today. Oh, I appreciate Thanks for having me. You bet. There he goes. That's Jarrett Anderson. Boy, that's fun. Could have talked to Jared a long time, but we got to get you ready for Baylor pregame. In fact, um, we'll have uh, – that will start right here coming up in about – and uh, we'll get pregame from Orlando, and then the Bears and UCF get it on at uh, about 6 o'clock tonight. And so that's going to be a big one. Remember, the women tomorrow night, that's a 7.30 start, huge game against the University of Texas. So we need to leave it with you and uh, step out of the way. We'll have a bunch of stuff planned for tomorrow. Aaron and I already have a bunch of stuff on the books. Cannot wait to talk to you. Everybody have a tremendous evening, and enjoy some Baylor basketball.
8: It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here again is John Morris.
5: For my next time for a check a Big 12 basketball on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, we'll look at last night's games in the Big 12, including first place Texas Tech going down on the road. Plus, two games tonight, including Baylor in action here in Orlando. Details straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootout. why Green Eye Associates is voted best in Waco year after year. Enjoy exceptional service and care from Dr. Leanne Green alongside her dedicated optometrist and staff. Receive trustworthy insights on your eye health. Enjoy the impressive variety of contacts and eyewear and work with the most experienced optical team in Waco. Don't miss the new state-of-the-art dry eye therapies that rejuvenate the eyes and face with safe, non-invasive treatments to restore comfort and quality of life. Green Eye Associates, official optometrist of Baylor Athletics.
8: New gear for the new season is arriving daily at the Baylor Bookstore on campus and the Spirit Shop at the herd Welcome Center. Also available online at BaylorShop.com. Hey, folks, John Morris for
5: the Brunerado family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GM,